Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. up with you? Obesity is epidemic in the U.S., causing diabetes affecting 17 million Americans and 65% of all diabetics die from heart disease or strokes. The EPA says 75% of all chronic disease is caused by environmental pollutants. Can we trust our government? They allow more than 5.5 trillion pounds of toxic waste in our environment every year. I'm Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath with over 30 years experience in the field as a healthcare practitioner. I created Prime Longevity to protect you against all these toxins. Prime Longevity is the most robust, complete longevity formula that outdoes every other product on the market. The scientific truth is there's no other longevity formula more potent than Prime Longevity. This is the most cost-effective, true health insurance you can buy. Go to www.primelongevity.com. That's primelongevity.com. Time to enlighten up and help yourself at the same time. It's Natural Solutions Radio with Sir Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath. Today's program is brought to you by Pure Natural Science, featuring Prime Longevity, the most extensive nutritional supplement on the market. Health Naturally, the most comprehensive natural apothecary in town. They sell results. Call 915-833-0222. Now, here's your host for Natural Solutions Radio, Sir Eliezer Ben-Joseph. And good morning, good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me here at the first hour of Natural Solutions Radio. A health club for your mind and soul. It's the place where you health yourself and enlighten up at the same time. Each week, I like to open our program and share some words of wisdom from two very great men. First, a quote from Albert Einstein, great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. Next, a quote from Thomas Edison, the doctor of the future will give no medicine, yet will interest his patients in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. Well, the doctor of the future is here now. On this radio program, I am Eliezer Ben-Joseph, a traditional naturopath of the first order. I have life experiences that most people only see in the movies, including my own four-hour clinical death experience and rebirth, have an education in the alternative medicine natural health care movement that most doctors can only dream about. I have 30 years of clinical experience in the field as a working naturopath. I am here to help you to learn to health yourself and enlighten up at the same time, learning to take care of yourself by making the right choice to help prevent disease and promote health. So call in, participate in the show. It's your life we talk about and your right to do so. And you can listen live on the web a bunch of places, naturalsolutionsradio.com, bbsradio.com, ktsmradio.com. Don't forget on KTSM Radio, you can download the iHeartRadio app. Listen all over on your iPad, iPhone, podcasts everywhere. And um, then don't forget our website, 
um, lots and lots of stuff on. Go to the chat room, all kinds of things. Our telephone number, the local number here in El Paso, which is 915-544-5876. That's 544-KTSM. And those are the uh, call letters for news here in El Paso, Texas. And our 800 number is 800-706-0450. That's 800-706-0450. Lots of stuff going on. Don't forget, um, we have a couple of charities that we always make a plea for. Uh, Please um, help us help uh, Sister uh, Susie's uh, daughter who took over, Irma Tovar. Hands of love and hope. She's been doing phenomenal since the years that her mother has passed. And uh, they, she feeds the kids. They have the church over there, hands of love and hope. Please help us. There's, um, they work at the dump. That's what they do. They sort garbage and get to uh, eat whatever they find. So if that bothers you, which I hope it does, then please drop off a bag of beans, a bag of rice, something for us to give to those kids, please. Um, it will do you uh, good and uh, teach your children to do that. Also, drop off your old cell phone and the charger for charity, and we send those to the Muhammad Ali Center Global Education Charitable Fund, um, and they will use those funds to help adults and children be the greatest that they can be. And uh, let's see, the last announcement for today is something that is just, I'm so excited because today at 2 o'clock, There will be a 4th of July celebration with patriotic music, medleys, American favorites. The music is being provided by the Excalibur Quartet, and it's directed by Carlos Arona. And it's an open invitation to uh, everybody, and especially to all the veterans. It's going to be at the Royal Estates Community Center. That's the Royal Estates Community Center, and that's 435 Mesa Hills Drive, and it's on the second floor balcony. Let me give you the phone number so you can get uh, directions and everything. It's 833-3332. Now, is that an easy number? 833-3332. So um, it's 45 minutes to an hour, and it's going to be wonderful, patriotic music. But there's a special... Because there's a special guest, and it's going to be my nine-year-old granddaughter, Alita Rose O'Leary. I'm telling you, she's going to be singing a song from the Phantom of the Opera, my her first recital. I am to- totally excited. So um, my granddaughter is going to be singing, so of course we'll be there and I invite everybody else to come. It's the Royal Estates Community Center, Center, and it's uh, on uh, 435 South Mesa Hills Drive, 2 o'clock today. Again, the telephone number, 833-3332. And uh, songs and uh, a good time will be had by all. Uh, let's see, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Of course, it's the uh, 4th of July, so we're uh, talking about Independence Day. Um, you know, today, uh, I'm sorry to say that the um, meaning of Independence Day and 4th of July has been lost. It's now nothing more than a holiday where you, sh- you uh, go barbecue on a Sunday or Saturday. You eat garbage and um, watch fireworks in the evening. 
but it really should be talking about independence, this country and independence uh, that this country, I truly believe that this country was founded uh, by divine principles. I think that our founding fathers were led by the divine. I think they were able to tune in. There has never been anything like this country when it first started. And our problem is now that we're losing our country over the past 30 years plus. We've been losing our rights, uh, individual rights one at a time, um, gun rights, uh, freedom of religion, freedom of choice. All of these things are happening. We've got um, some really serious things going on. But now there's a pretty big push um, going on by um, the Obamas of trying to get rid of our guns and trying to uh, really go after uh, the whole idea of um, uh, uh, gun ownership. And the world, of course, the uh, United Nations wants uh, all of us to be disarmed. But there's one of the things that people don't realize. What happens to a country um, when they disarm? What happens when a country um, disarms its own citizens? It's always for the good intent. And of course, we're going to be protecting the children. Oh, um, uh, by the way, let me give out the phone number. 544-5876. That's uh, 544 544- um, uh, KTSM. That's our telephone number. If you want uh, any comments about what I say, any questions, I usually do this first segment on something a little political just because I get to. So if you ever have comments on it, please call our 800 number 706 800 So the question becomes, what happens when a country disarms its citizens? Well, let me give you a, uh, a couple of examples here. In 1911, Turkey disarmed its citizens, and between 1915 and 1917, they murdered 1.5 million Armenians. In 1929, Russia disarmed its citizens, and between 1929 and 1953, they murdered 20 million Russians. In 1935, China disarmed its citizens, and between 1948 and 1952, they murdered at least 20 million citizens. Other figures kind of go higher. 1938, Germany disarmed its citizens, and between 1939 and 1945, they murdered 16 million people. In 1956, Cambodia disarmed its citizens, and between 1975 and 77, they murdered a million people. Guatemala disarmed its citizens, and between 64 and 81, they murdered 100,000 Mayan Indians. In 1970, Uganda disarmed its citizens. Between 1971 and 79, they murdered another 300,000 Christians. Of course, the excuse given by the authorities uh, that they need to take the guns away from citizens in order to lower the uh, crime rates has never been supported by facts. So in the United States now, um, that's what's trying to do. They're going after... um, I guess you kind of put everything together. If you have a Confederate flag, you probably own a gun, and uh, they'll probably go after you for both of these uh, Confederate flags. And uh, Again, uh, last week I mentioned that um, it's crazy because you cannot buy anything Confederate now on uh, on, uh, Amazon or anywhere. But I went yesterday, 
and you can still buy Nazi paraphernalia all you want, and you can still buy a KKK uh, suit for Halloween or whatever, but you can't buy um, the Dukes of Hazard's uh, car anymore with a symbol on it. So again, we're getting taking political correctness to the extreme. Um, you're seeing right now that um, the um, baker that didn't bake that cake is now fined $130,000. They said there would be no backlash against Christians for not wanting to do gay weddings. There's a backlash. I read, I think it was Idaho or Iowa, I'm not sure, that um, uh, one of the towns passed an ordinance that if the um, minister does not perform the gay wedding, they can be fined and go to jail. I said this that this is only a matter of time. The whole agenda was to go after the church. It had nothing to do with gay rights. It only had to do with the word marriage. And again, I think they did the whole, courts did everything wrong, is that they should have, uh, the church should have gone after a copyright issue and said that the word marriage belongs to the church because it has been since uh, antiquity. And uh, they would have... uh, the whole movement, they could have got behind civil unions, civil partnerships, and there would have been no hassle. But they wanted the word marriage, and this is what's happening. They want to go after the church. And uh, I'm sorry to say that this is what's happening in the United States today. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping there's not a big backlash against people that don't want to do that. And um, again, it's, it's, it's a very difficult thing. Because if you're out in the business world and you want to do business for people, do we have a right to um, refuse business? I mean, suppose you're at a restaurant. Can a restaurant refuse a gay couple because they don't want to serve them? Is that similar to the, um, the baker? Is that a similar instance? Now, they could go to another baker. So uh, they can also go to another restaurant. If you were going to rent a house, is it okay not to rent? I don't think so. That's the type um, where you're seeing if you're in the open market and you want to sell a house, it has to be whoever puts up the money. But the same thing if you want to sell cakes to somebody, does that mean whoever buys a cake, you have to do it that way? You know, this is a a very uh, foggy understanding of law because there's it's never been like this we don't know what to do so the, on the one question is that christian mandated to make a, a cake for gay and what if a, a christian group went to a gay um, baker suppose there was a gay baker and the christian went to the gay baker and says i want you to make me a cake but i want you to put on that cake god hates gays would that gay person be allowed to um, uh, uh, say, no, I'm not going to do that because it's against their conscience? It's the same kind of question. I don't have the answers. You know, is the whole idea the same as um, if you were going to a restaurant? And the, obviously in the 50s and before, if you went to a restaurant, you are black, you could be uh, uh, refused service. Is this the same thing? Okay, meaning... If you're a photographer, do you have to do a gay wedding because you're the best photographer and they want you? Now, personally, uh, if someone didn't want to do my uh, event, I wouldn't have them. But that's me. And it's very difficult now to figure out what do we do. These are really difficult questions. The one question I know 
is that any senator or congressman that votes to take away our rights to have guns should be tried for treason. And uh, we're not doing that. And I think you can see a lot of these, gosh, I used to, you know, I was born a liberal. I was raised a liberal. I was an L.A. hippie liberal my whole life. And now I grew up and I realized, hey, you cannot have a society based on socialism. It just will not exist. It does not work. And uh, so uh, anyway, this is the conundrum that we're under now, conundrum. And uh, these are some interesting questions. So I'd like some answers. You know, call up and let's discuss something. I don't always want to just have to answer your diarrhea question or your diabetes question. So please give us, you know, let's talk about some of these subjects. They're really important. And this is a venue that you have to discuss it. So am I off point? Um, These are some of these questions I want to know. Am I on point? Am I off point? Our telephone number is 544-5876 and 1-800-706-0450. Lots of good um, health information that I do want to get to today. There's uh, information about home births and how uh, much better they are. There's information about Fosamax causing uh, increasing diabetic and um, cancer. There's information about fluoride, that it does not work for cavities, but it increases your cancer. So there's all kinds of articles in health, and I want to get to those, and I want to answer your questions. But um, I also want to have a dialogue. This is the venue that you can do that, and uh, so you can um, take advantage of it. Anyway, there's our music. I'm way behind. My wife will be on. And again, don't forget, my granddaughter is going to be singing in a recital. I am so excited. Again, 2 o'clock and, uh, at the uh, Royal Estates Community Center, 833-3332 is the number. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes catching up with you? Obesity is epidemic in the U.S., causing diabetes affecting 17 million Americans, and 65% of all diabetics die from heart disease or strokes. The EPA says 75% of all chronic disease is caused by environmental pollutants. Can we trust our government? They allow more than 5.5 trillion pounds of toxic waste in our environment every year. I'm Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath with over 30 years experience in the field as a healthcare practitioner. I created Prime Longevity to protect you against all these toxins. Prime Longevity is the most robust, complete longevity formula that outdoes every other product on the market. The scientific truth is there's no other longevity formula more potent than Prime Longevity. This is the most cost-effective true health insurance you can buy. Go to www.primelongevity.com. That's primelongevity.com. Health Naturally is the best apothecary in town for all your supplement needs. We here at Health Naturally believe in the natural approach to your health and wellness. We have a great staff continually trained by Professor Ben Joseph about supplements for your specific health concerns and needs. Be sure to call us at 915-833-0222 for your questions and comments or come and visit us at 7040 North Mesa Suite S, El Paso, Texas. Remember, call 915-833-0222. Know that prevention is the best alternative to a cure.
Together. Now, of all times, we really need to be working together, man. There's just so much garbage going around the world. There's so many people being killed. There's kids being slaughtered and crucified. Nobody's saying anything. And here we are on the radio talking about whatever we can talk about and help you get healthy because that's the only thing you can do when it's um, so much stress like this. The only thing you can concentrate in, on is your own personal path and dealing with putting one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, and get as healthy as you can so you can handle the stresses that life is dealing with you. Don't ask for less stress. Ask for more energy to handle what you're given. So uh, anyway, that's uh, what's happening. Let me go right to my wife, Sandy Ben-Joseph. She'll tell us what's happening today. And, of course, the biggest thing happening today, honey, is our granddaughter. Are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can indeed. Okay. Well, our biggest thing is we're going to hear our granddaughter sing from Phantom of the Opera. So we're excited, and you've given out the address, so people can call for directions and all of that. And, uh, of course, the store is closed today. So all of you that were really good listeners last week and uh, came in because we had a big sale yesterday, and boy, people took advantage of it. We were busy all day, so um, uh, we will. We're continuing to have sales till we move, and um, just uh, as far as getting rid of things and half price and. Uh, of course, next week again, we'll, you know, we do our Saturday specials and, uh, last but not least, the third Saturday of the month, I believe, is the 18th this month, and we'll have our King and Water demo. Um, so just take advantage because, uh, we'll be having spontaneous sales and, uh, getting rid of what I call the bells and whistles and the fluff, like, uh, the candles, the bracelets, the pens, the, you know, the things that uh, we won't be, um, you know, uh, continuing with, but we're going to bring in some unbelievable things uh, for your health and wellness. And uh, don't forget about the oxygen, $100 a month, and be grandfathered in because when we move, you know, the price will probably be going up a little bit. But uh, to start that now, and now that you've got uh, time during the summer, um, kids are out of school, or you can uh, really come and take advantage of all of that. So everybody have a safe Fourth of July, and I hope to see you all this, um, as many as possible this afternoon. Uh, if you can take an hour out of your day, starting at two o'clock, and uh, come and hear Alita Rose O'Leary uh, sing from Phantom of the Opera. Absolutely, is that going to be totally cool? It will be, and have a great show. And thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, let's see, that's my wife, Sandy Ben-Joseph, telling us what's happening in the store. There is a line open for you at uh, 544-5876. There's all kinds of articles out there about that um, Oregon uh, bakery fine, $130,000, $135,000. Anyway, someone set up a uh, GoFundMe, and they raised up to $105,000, but someone has taken it down 
So um, what is that? Is the government not wanting them to um, get help to pay that fine? I think they should fight it. I just don't understand. Uh, I don't know the law that well enough to be able to make a, a, a decision, but that is something that needs to be discussed. And I think there's a difference between going to a restaurant and ordering food and going to a bakery and say, I want that bake that cake baked for my um, wedding. I think there is a difference. Uh, there is a, a, a subtle difference that needs to be at least recognized. Um, there's a difference between going to rent a house or buy a house. You put it up on the market, whoever has the money. But I really think being a photographer or offering a service. But then what happens? What if you're a doctor? And uh, just because they're gay and you don't want to uh, uh, service them, is that legal? You know, these are gray areas, and they really need to be discussed. And uh, no one in the country is discussing them. No one in the country is discussing uh, civics in our Constitution. Um, we see at all of the uh, universities now just that the kids are all being taught communism and, and, and socialism. They're being taught to... Uh, hate uh, the United States and all the universities across the country. They're being taught to hate Israel and they're pro-PLO, pro-ISIS, pro-all of these and anti-America. we got to do something. Why are we allowing all of these um, re just regressive um, political teachers coming to um, the universities? What happened to civics? What happened to classes in government what happened to understanding the philosophy of how you have a a country a republic you know it was said back when our founding fathers made this country they said without the bible without the ten commandments you cannot have a republic people have to choose to do the right thing and they're not doing that anyway let's go back to the phones we got them all up there is a line no lines open but let me give you the number 5445876 or uh, 1-800-706-0450 that line is open right now 1-800-706-706-0450 and let's go to the phones who was on first it was uh, line 2 line 2 Good morning. I think it's uh, Adam. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Dr. Ben-Joseph. And uh, how are you this morning? I'm pretty good. I'll just let you know. Remember the two examples of the flyers I showed you? Yes. Well, I managed to send to a few people that are health conscious, and one organization that became quite interested was the Moms Across America. Oh, yeah. So... Hopefully, they will spread the word. <laughs> well, that's going to be good. Give um, the audience just a quickie on what the uh, flyer stated. Well, what the flyer state is, uh, I have a picture of a dead cow, which was uh, came from a lawsuit by some farmers, German farmers against Syngenta, which is another biotech industry that Monsanto is trying to buy. It's a dead cow, and the flyer says, I ate GMO. Are you next? Yeah, um, are you next is right. Are you next? I mean, we are next, man. I can't believe that these companies willfully are destroying the planet for merely the profit, and they're not looking to their own grandchildren. What are we leaving for our grandchildren? To me, it's not important where you go in life. It's what you leave behind. That's what's important. And these companies 
care nothing. They are destroying the planet as fast as they can. And it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't know too many animals that poop in the place they sleep. You know what I mean? So. Well, that's true. But uh, are you aware of it that there is a uh, an outfit in Norway that is storing all the... Oh, yes. Oh, the seeds. Yeah, there's a number seeds. of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Bill you Gates. Know why, don't you? Yeah, because they think there's going to be a crisis in the world or there's going to be a... I mean, there's going to be... It's like pick your death. It's going to be either a coronal mass ejection, there's going to be a, an electromagnetic pulse, it's going to either be a nuclear winter, a hurricane, an, an earthquake, a tidal wave, it could be a volcano, it could be a meteor, an asteroid, but we keep hearing that something's going to crash the whole planet. So well, everybody's I'm, doing that. I'm <laughs> sorry to uh, beg difference, but yeah. I think there is a concerted effort to eliminate most of the population of the world. Oh, absolutely. They want to go back up. Even um, if you go back to, I think it was 1995 or six, to the... Uh, uh, um, I think it was the Council on Foreign Relations, their magazine, um, Kissinger came out and said, look, you have to go back to, I think it was Kissinger or, um, no, maybe it was, uh, I forgot, it's just been a while. Anyway, they came out and said that they needed to take the populations back to 500 um, million um, people, less than a billion people. And uh, oh, sure. they do it. They said the best way to do it is um, either with war or uh, pestilence. So well, cause a disease. Now, now you know what the deal is about the uh, mandatory massive vaccinations. Yeah. Oh, mandatory. Yeah. What's in those? They're not going to give me one. I'm not going to have one. And well, um, I think there's going to have to be some uh, court cases on that because California and Jerry Brown just signed it. I think it's about the worst bill that could ever be. It's phony science. All of these people that are talking about that if you don't look at vaccines and you don't want one, you must be uh, crazy, they're wrong. The science is on our side. The science shows that vaccines are not effective, that most vaccines are not. Some are. But that's, uh, and when they say about the flu and all of these other vaccines, they're wrong. Anyway, Adam, I got to go on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You always bring a lot to um, the table that we can talk about. So, um, happy Fourth of July! Go listen Thanks. to my and go listen to my granddaughter. She's going to be singing, so that's going to be the best. Uh, thank you. <laughs> all right, thank you. Let's see. Next was uh, Shirley on line three. There is a line open now at five four four five eight seven six. Good morning, Shirley. I think you mean Sherry, but that's okay. Oh, it says, uh, yes, you're right, it says Sherry. I'm sorry, I was not looking properly. Okay. Yes. I just want to, I know I'm going to keep it brief, and it's a huge subject, but you mentioned the gender issues, and totally. I thought I'd give yeah. an anthropological bit of information that might give a different perspective and clear up a little sure. confusion if people want to think about it. Now, they may not like it, so uh, here's the thing. In uh, other tribes, indigenous tribes in the world, and uh, way before the coming of the European religions and the Middle Eastern religions, and even through today in Africa and parts of uh, New Americas. Guinea. The Indians and uh, the we, ones we call the Indians anyway, the Native Americans and the Africans believed that there are three genders. Ooh. And, and the pa it's, definitions are powerful things. If you say there's only two, you're certainly not, may not be seeing things correctly mm -hmm. if they are right. 
Now, they say and have for thousands of years, it's very, you know, way back in antiquity, that there are three genders. There's a traditional male-female gender that is mentioned in the Bible, which, by the way, does not say there isn't anything else, but it does say there are those two. And, um, and then they say there's a third gender. That third gender encompasses a kind of a spectrum of male-female balance within one person. They may be gay or lesbian, as we call it, or all or the other definitions. Or transgender. Mm-hmm. Or they may be androgynous. In other words, yeah. basically heterosexual, but maybe a very ma- you know, male interest in a female, female interest in a male, you know, uh, uh, but they are heterosexual. Most of these people do not bear offspring, have families or whatever, or they have small families, and they were considered, even though and they were accepted or tolerated, depending on which group, they were considered to be more spiritually uh, powerful than the average male or female, and were often trained for roles such as shaman or um, healer, uh, neighbor of babies, uh, medicine women and men and such, because of this this energy balance that they possessed within them because of this third gender qualities. And I thought I'd pass this on because if we, if you look at it, and you see it yeah. everywhere in all cultures. Absolutely, it's also um, of, it's also species. in it's in all species. Every animal species has um, a gender identity um, uh, um, problems. Yeah. yeah, because and, there are there are gay or let's call it homosexual animals that they uh, do. And so maybe it yeah. isn't a problem, but the problem is our perception. Abs- and our, we consider our abnormal is yeah. a normal part of the uh, creative process of the universe, that there is going to be this uh, third gender yeah. that needs to be recognized. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe it's not your thing. But, but at least it's, a, it's to recognize. There's, uh, there's even in India, there's a, a whole group of uh, Indians that um, they do ceremonies and dances at mm-hmm. weddings. And I forgot the name of the group, but they are, um, uh, and they're looked at as uh, something almost holy because they do ceremonies and weddings and all of this, and they are um, uh, gay uh, 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 individuals. And, and this dress. comes from yeah. the perception that the universe is balanced male and female, and that a person who has that balance more equal than the average person who is a family person, you know, type thing, um, is more at a higher spiritual level and not pulled, kind of pulled away from the breeder role. And it certainly would, um, from their point of view, it made sense um, because almost every society that you talk about was based in a spirituality. This is the first time in history where we really have atheism that's being promoted um, as a uh, culture um, because every society in the world had their gods and their religion and their um, culture and their spiritual uh, practices. This is the first time, especially in America... Um, that uh, you're, we're becoming more and more secular. It seems like secularism is what's being promoted. But I think you're 100% right because as a scientist, I see it in the animal kingdom all of the time. And the question becomes, how do we deal with these um, interpretations? How do we deal with a three-year-old little boy that swears that he's a little girl? And wants to, at three years old, these things happen, and um, we cannot deny that. Um, and uh, it, well, it is a quandary, so um, it, it's this, difficult. This would clear up the quandary in society.
societies that have this, for example, some Native American tribes in this country, used to call them, before the coming of the missionaries, two-spirit people. Yeah. In other words, balanced male and female. One, and if a child was growing up, they would test them. They would put a little fire around them and said, choose the basket or the bow and arrow. One thing right, right. And they would choose whatever they were, and they would know, and they say, okay, you're a two-spirit person. You will be trained in these holy roles, whatever. And... Um, and they the, certainly didn't look... I know that in those cultures, they did not disdain those people. They did not spit on them, and they did not make them uh, un, and kill them. Or like today, you go to any um, Arab country in the world, being gay is a death sentence. Being homosexual is a death sentence. Being a lesbian is a death sentence. You know, and, and that's different. Here in the United States, you can get married. I mean, look at the dichotomy of that from one country where you can get married and live your life in another country it's a death sentence and well, it's, uh, yeah it's the rigidity of the definitions if one says it's evil sinful and on because some books said it you know on the bible and then it's always going to be yeah but if, if if it's tolerated and accepted with a third gender then all of a sudden that that you're not abnormal right you're normal and just a di- different and now, so I what, I, what I would what I would say is is that to uh, for two men that there is no way to have intercourse that is not violent. And I don't care what a gay male says to another gay male. When you have anal intercourse, that is negative behavior. It is very unhealthy, and you can die from it. And that's where AIDS comes from because of that. And uh, a lot of that people don't realize that. I don't care if you're gay. I care about behavior. I don't care what you think. I care about your behavior in the world to other people. I don't care what someone believes. I care about their behavior to others as they walk on the street. And what they do in their bedroom, I don't care. But as a doctor, I can tell you there is no way to have anal intercourse that is not extremely unhealthy and violent. So, and there were uh, heterosexual yeah. couples that, that do that. that also. It's yeah. unhealthy. A, heter- a woman should never allow that. And men, that's just up to you. You know, again, it's very unhealthy. It's it's just, um, imagine if you had a cut on your arm and you put poop on it as a plaster and you taped it on there. What would happen? You'd get major infections. Well, when you have anal intercourse, you abrade the skin on the inside of the anus. It's very thin. And you have the feces always in contact, putting garbage right into your bloodstream. It is extremely unhealthy. And uh, that behavior, it should not be done. It's up to a choice. But again, I would talk about that. And again, I don't care what someone believes or feels. I only care what they do in life. So uh, thank you so much, um, uh, Sherry. This was, uh, I really don't get to talk these things. It's usually, how can I fix my diarrhea? So I really, <laughs> I well, thank I you for that. anthropology might be. That uh, is phenomenal. Are you an anthropologist? Uh, no, I'm retired from everything, but uh, no, I'm just a truth seeker. Were you a teacher, though, in school? No, actually, I was a caseworker at Human Services for a long time, and uh, I've, I've managed property. I've done all kinds of things, but I've always been an independent thinker. Well, that you're, it's good. Thank things. you very much. Please call again, and uh, let's pick a subject, because these kinds of dialogues are very, very interesting to those that are listening, I think. it. Uh, so I thank you for that. And uh, happy uh, 4th of July. 
and you too, and let's keep the U.S. under the Constitution. You think that would be a good idea? I truly believe it was divinely inspired. I don't think any document in the world, maybe the Magna Carta, but this, our Constitution with the Ten Commandments, there is nothing, nothing like it. And so, a lot of it was derived from the Iroquois Confederacy Oh, that's correct. Documents. Yes, yes, their uh, Constitution. Goes way back. Oh, absolutely. And to me, what I want to see in this country is not um, demanding that the Ten Commandments be put everywhere. The Ten Commandments is what produced the Bill of Rights. I want us to be fighting over the Bill of Rights. That's what we did. That's behavior. The Ten Commandments is for you personally, internally, and it produced the Bill of Rights. And that's what we want to fight about. So thank you again, uh, Sherry. I really appreciate it. I'm way behind in my um, commercial break, so... Thank you very much. Please call again, and uh, we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes catching up with you? Obesity is epidemic in the U.S., causing diabetes affecting 17 million Americans, and 65% of all diabetics die from heart disease or strokes. The EPA says 75% of all chronic disease is caused by environmental pollutants. Can we trust our government? They allow more than 5.5 trillion pounds of toxic waste in our environment every year. I'm Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath with over 30 years experience in the field as a healthcare practitioner. I created Prime Longevity to protect you against all these toxins. Prime Longevity is the most robust, complete longevity formula that outdoes every other product on the market. The scientific truth is there's no other longevity formula more potent than Prime Longevity. This is the most cost-effective, true health insurance you can buy. Go to www.primelongevity.com. That's primelongevity.com. Come to Health Naturally and work out with a new intensive live oxygen system called the Live O2. It improves your overall well-being and increases your energy level by upping your oxygen levels. Remember, it is shown that many diseases, including cancers, do not survive in a well-oxygenated body. Call 915-833-0222 or come by Health Naturally at 7040 North Mesa, El Paso, Texas for more information. Remember... Call 915-833-0222 for more information. All right, let's go to uh, line one. I think line one is Trish. Good morning, Trish. Morning. Hi. How are you? Thank you so much for your radio show. Oh, thank you. And um, I have a health question, but I just wanted to make one comment about the, the, I don't know if it's political is even the word. but um, Social, certainly. Yeah, you know, I think that one of the things that I noticed last week is that sometimes what happens is it brings out these people who automatically assume you're you're upholding their agenda and a lot of people's agendas are very negative and often those negative agendas are defined by their own particular religions which is strange because religion should bring us freedom 
instead of, you know, like hatred. Mm. And so I just find that, you know, that it's kind of just, I don't know, a little overwhelming to hear people go off on their own little, you know. World. And, you know, I just think it's interesting because, you know, you'll never legislate morality. And morality, you know, is, is the issue. This is what we need. Yes. We need people not hating other races. We need people not hating other religions other or other skin colors. Or, exactly. And I that's mean, why, yeah. You know, it's interesting this week there's been so many, uh, a lot of things on the founding you know, fathers and, I, you know, oddly enough, they never talk about the founding mothers because they were there, too. Uh, yeah, have you ever so, noticed that? Yeah. yeah the wives I mean, you know, of all of these founding the fathers. The letters of... of um, Martha Washington. Well, I was thinking of John Adams' wife um, and, you know... Abigail, I think. Abigail, yeah. and she was telling her husband uh, back at the time of the, you know, the uh, writing of the uh, Constitution, etc., that if the women were not given a voice, that they would stand up and they wouldn't follow laws, that they weren't any party to writing and whatnot. And I think, you know, it's interesting because, look, it took till 1920s for women to finally get the vote. vote yeah. About the 1980s or later for women to finally get out to be able to be truly in the workforce. Uh, we still don't have yep. pay for women. And do you, by the way, know how it was that the uh, women got the suffrages, got the vote? They had to join with the women that were anti-alcohol um, for um, because at the time where this whole anti-alcohol thing came from was that the men would take their salaries there were no laws against it and they would go to the bars and drink all their salary away and uh, all these women and children were having no money to pay so that's when laws started to be uh, made right and look at where that yeah. got us not anywhere good yeah but and at least um, women that are, I think you know, that's just what we're talking about now. People are always looking for someone else to, you know, rule us. We learn. We need to learn to rule ourselves. And have that takes you know, consciousness. That takes fortitude of the mind. That takes the will to do the right thing. It takes the will to be a righteous person. It's very difficult. We are tempted constantly, every day, hundreds of times throughout uh, the day, to do the wrong thing. It takes will to do the right thing. It does, and it's very rewarding when you make the right choices. And Not you know, always. Sometimes us, you, you. Sometimes those choices cause a lot of pain to do right. the right thing. And even, even you know, like as the as we know, sometimes the choices you make, you think you're making the right choice at the time, because of the way your consciousness is at that time structured. You know. So, but one of the things I wanted to say was that uh, when Thomas Jefferson was writing the we hold these truths to be um self-evident well that's what it says today yeah thomas jefferson wrote we hold these uh, truths to be sacred benjamin franklin came and crossed it out and wrote self-evident there's a reason in this country whether people like it or don't like it we have a separation of church and state and we have it for a very very important reason because no one religion should be in charge of this country and so, you know, it's actually, you know, putting self-evident made it very clear that this is based on logic and reason. When people all work toward the greater good, they, they become greater people. The, the, and as a group, as a group, they whether become it's greater. South Korea now or, you know, any group, you know, that, that anybody wants to harangue about, you know, like those groups are often 
have religion as a basis, and they're using their religion wrongly. So I guess maybe the last thing Or I they like have a is, dictator that is dictating to the population how to be, like in North Korea. Exactly. Because they're a very uh, uh, atheistic country. No, I even have my, my very well-educated sister saying to me, oh, well, we should have religion in the schools. Really? We've got plenty of time for religion. School is for school. Why? Because of the separation of church and state. That's all. That is what gives us our freedom. So if we can still build our beautiful religions, and those who don't want to participate don't have to, right. and that's a free country. One of the things, let me mention, Trish, is that the whole idea of the separation of church and state just came from one little letter. What they meant was that there shall be no governmental religion. But it, they never meant freedom from religion. No, of course. And of course. that's what's happening now. Uh, because of secularism, we're pushing religion more and more to be almost um, comical. That if you believe in God and you have these uh, um, uh, um, thought processes about morality and righteousness, that somehow you're deficient in um, your mental capacity. Well, I think if people let stuff like that bother them, they need to develop their character because, you know, certainly religions have had to put up with much more horrific things in the past. And, you know, for example, when Christianity was the, you know, the religion that you didn't, uh, that was being, the people were being killed for being Christians. Yeah. And then later the Christians were killing people for not being Christians. No, they I, never killed it, Christians. They killed the the Crusades were based on the Muslims killing people, and they went to us uh, protect Christians. Well, yes. Yeah, we so have, they never they there was never a pogrom where Christians were going to kill other religions. Well, they no, were protecting I mean, like, their own religion. You have, yeah, you do have the Inquisition where if you, that's correct. That yeah, was so uh, you know, demons. You have some ugly things. Yeah. So you know, religion doesn't really. Uh, always make sure that spirituality is there, and spirituality doesn't always require religion. This is the beauty of the freedom, and I think that that, personally, I could say is a God-given freedom, the right to choose that, you know, so... Absolutely. So to me, it's Well, like, free will, but what is our free will supposed to do? I believe our free will is to overcome our carnal desires to do a righteous, to always think, are we being righteous? Exactly, to, to learn to, you know, rise above to the point of thinking of others and whatnot. But I'm not sure that, you know, you always see the people that are going to, to like, you know, tout their religions. They're not always the most uh, cooperative or tolerant people because they only see it their way. So this is why, to me, I just think that it's very difficult to have discussions like this because even the nuance of speech makes it very difficult to discuss these things. And, you know, like it ends up, you know, like making us more separate rather than together. And I think that's where we kind of have to learn to come together. And maybe if everyone felt totally um, confident in their own beliefs, oh, good they luck. wouldn't be undermined by the fact that someone else doesn't believe it. That's correct. And again, it's like, um, you know, what do they say that it's all a drama, the whole, uh, and, and we all have our part to play? The problem is everybody wants you to read your part a different way than you're doing it. 
Yeah, you know, it's so like we an have act. To stand up and be ourselves, and that's the very difficult. What you're talking about sometimes is very difficult. It is, it is part of you know, like the moving into this new mentality where you know we know that we're using more of our cerebellum at this point, and you know our our brain activity has the potential to be higher. I'm not sure that everyone's doing it that way. You know, the the vibrational nature of our our, our electric body. Are we working toward that? Not everybody, but. You know, I don't think it needs everybody moving toward it to continue to move the species forward, you know. And so I just think that, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I have any answer because I don't have an answer. No, none of us do. But, you know, I do know that more tolerance is necessary. In a country like ours, you know, I think tolerance is necessary. And not just, you know, like... um, And let me tell you... Legislated, you know. Tolerance is important. But when I go online and I, you know, when you read an article online, often there's comments, you know, after the article that you read. And uh, when I read an article about anything having to do with the uh, gay, lesbian, transgender community, if there's a comment that talks about religion, those other individuals on that uh, list, they go off on that person and just they are the least tolerant. If there's something on religion, if there's something on politics, I mean, let me tell you, you'll see on those comments vitriol. They will just curse you out. And the liberal uh, uh, progressive, uh, they are rude. I mean, and I have never seen that in the conservative movement uh, even though I was a liberal my whole life growing up, that um, they are intolerant. I mean, you can't go to a university now and give a lecture because they will scream you down. There is no free speech. I don't so, know. Yeah. Like, I think our news, we get the worst of all the information on the, you know, I mean. Oh, yeah, news. That's you, real good. If you really meet people, if you really go out and, and meet people of many different types, I think you find a beautiful world out there. That's because you look for it. You look for that beautiful world. Negativity's not there. Young people being shot in the streets and whatnot. There's all kinds of horrible things happening, of course. But I mean, I think like on you know that the focus is negative, and you know we don't therefore see the beauty. You know, the bad news sells. Good news is boring. That's correct. And so, you hey, know, we're almost out of time. They're going to cut us off, uh, Trish. Um, right. well, we're going you know, right to the news. I about the, the Chi machine, but I, if you yeah. want, I can wait and call again another week. Oh, well, yeah, I can mention the Chi machine is a machine that you put your ankles on, and it puts you in a wave motion, um, like meandering. Like, oh, uh, like I heard, like, yeah. figure eight. It's a figure eight meandering. It's how uh, nature uh, exists in that. And it's supposed to move the um, lymph very well. It's a good exercise. I think a bounce. A, a, a trampoline is uh, actually more effective. It's easier to use the Chi machine, but it's very expensive. The high-grade one's 500 bucks, so uh, I think that's way too expensive for it. A good mini tramp, a good walk, um, anything like that. The whole idea is to move the uh, lymph fluid, and that is a good thing. Right. So, hey, man, thank Trish. This was a great uh, conversation. Thank you so much. Um, so we're uh, going to take our break. Let's see. We had uh, Trish. There's uh, Josh and uh, Soledad. Who's on? Uh, we'll still have uh, line three and uh, two. So uh, I want to get to you right after the news, and uh, we will continue these uh, dialogues again. Um, oh, there was a, a question online about floaters. 
There's nothing you can do, and I'm so sorry to say that, but uh, you can try and get the fluid a little. Oh, we're out of here. That wraps up the first hour of Natural Solutions Radio with another big hour to go. Brought to you by Health Naturally, pure natural science. We'll be right back on News Talk 690, KTSM AM, El Paso. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.